Hi everybody and welcome to the Tom and Mitch spoiler cast. Welcome to episode 6. Today we're going to be talking about War for the Planet of the Apes. Apparently it's going to be War for the fucking audio. Okay. Are you done Mitchell? Yeah, you done? We'll, we'll right? You want to talk about it? Yeah, okay. You excited? You pumped? We're talking about war! Wait, are we not starting over? No. This Alrighty, is it. Well, we're talking about Caesar! War for the Planet of the Apes! Spoilers! Ape strong! No, it's... Ape together. Oh, ape strong. together strong. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's better. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wow. Let's jump into it. Who we ha? Let's do it. You ready to go? Fucking love this movie. Fucking love Be- this movie. This movie. I stopped breathing at several moments. Okay. So but full spoilers before we jump into it. I'm just gonna go straight to the ending. Before we jump into it, full spoilers. This is happening. We yeah. are spoiling War for the Planet of the Apes. If you want to hear the very little we had to say about it on the podcast. Without spoilers, you're welcome to go there. But here, we talk about spoilers. This is, here, we ruin things. This, That's this what podcast, we do. This podcast is called Spoilers for the Planet of the Apes. Spoiler cast. Spoilers for the Planet of the Apes. Exactly. Spoiler cast. Not renaming it, Mitchell. Don't know what you're doing. Okay. Anyway, um, go straight to the end. I'm talking about the ending. I was in tears. Yes. The ending to this movie is oh, so... that fucking ending. The ending Jesus. to this movie is so emotional. So the apes, the apes, they've been through a shit ton this movie. Mm. They find the place where they can live finally together and Caesar dies. Because he's like, he was dying and he gets shot in the arrow in the scene earlier. Shot in the arrow in the scene earlier. He's weak. He just, and the scene he has with Maurice and then Maurice talks to him and he watches his son play. It's, it's so emotional. And the thing is, this is, okay. People often say, wrong people often say that predictable movies are bad. No, this was predictable, but not in a bad way because it was the most logical way for Caesar's character to evolve. See, I thought there were a lot of twists in this film. Maybe oh. I'm just, maybe I'm just the casual movie going no, on. No, 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 no. I no. think him dying at the end was predictable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But everything in between, everything that was in between, a fucking sandwich everything in between, of definitely. But the fact that you could tell that he was going to die is not a bad thing mm. because it showed, because that's the most, most logical evolution for this character it shows that the director and the people making this film care about this character and mm. want to do it in the most logical way yep. like in return of the jedi han solo should have died if he had gone from in a new hope not caring about anyone but himself and then sacrificing himself for the rebellion in return of the jedi his story in that would have been amazing that's a that's a that's a extreme full arc yeah. that's a full arc yeah but they didn't do it because george lucas wanted to sell toys can I make a counterpoint to what you're saying? Okay. So I like the ending. No, I do. I like the, the Caesar, the Maurice thing. I think Caesar died in the wrong location. And I think that it would have been a little bit more powerful if he had died back at no. the, back the avalanche. No, see, I disagree. Because However, the whole- then it undercuts that moment of him in the trees and it's just him, but then all the apes are around him. And oh, that no. was cool. No, was no. Cool so, the, okay. So the, this is... The- this is, like, this is what I would be wanting to say in the actual podcast. Mm. The reason why Caesar talks isn't because uh, he it's to cut time or anything. It's to show that he's not as ape-like as the others, but he's not human either. Mm. He's not, not ape or human because he was raised, he was an ape. Matt Reeves himself actually said this in an interview, and I totally agree. Because he was raised by humans, mm. he doesn't have the same level of animalistic instincts that the other apes still have and won't get rid of for a while. But because he's an ape, 
he doesn't have the same he's not human mm. and humans will never look at him as human mm. so because he's neither he's more and the one thing this film doesn't shy away from is religious imagery mm. and the fact that caesar led them to this oh sorry bumped the mic the fact that caesar led them to this new destination and then died makes his character basically a messiah-like figure and the fact that he leads them out in the desert yeah he leads them, yeah. yeah exactly it's like it's if he died at the compound he would have been a martyr but the fact that he died here turns him into so much more than that and he's he's a, a shining beacon for the civilization of apes mm. so that's why i think it's so important that he died where he did and not killed by humans yeah i see i think you know you talk about religious imagery you know, the first thing that comes to mind in terms of, you know, Messiah and saving people is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus didn't die, you know, in the promised land with his people. Jesus died basically on the battlefields and the real war began. He died which, on the cross. Yeah, but religious battlefield. Okay. Dude. Yeah, yeah but, but... Ideologies clashing. But it's not, like, it's not, it's not just, it's not just ape Jesus, though. Like... He's so much more than just Ape Jesus. <laughs> He's more than Jesus. No, Ape First Jesus. First of all, this trilogy's better than uh, Lord of the Rings, the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Now Caesar is better than Jesus. You're twisting my words. <laughs> I'm saying he's more than just an Ape Jesus. Like he's, I mean, he's not more than. I, people out there love Jesus, and that's fine. I love Caesar. <laughs> No. What is this escalating into? <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying. I you're don't understand what you're me. saying because what you're saying is blasphemous against our Lord I'm and Savior. That's not what I, I'm not religious. Sorry, <laughs> neither. Sorry, but I'm not. I'm not saying that Caesar's better, a better figure for people to look up to than Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is a film. Mm. This is a film trilogy, storytelling, blah blah. If he was killed by humans, then humans would be wiped out. Like the apes would wipe out humans. You wouldn't have the whole cattle thing at the start mm. because all the humans would be dead because the apes would be so angry because Caesar was killed by humans. But that's that's his that's his character arc, and I feel like his character his character is what let's view it let's view it like this. Caesar will have a lasting impact on how society, how the ape society evolves. Yeah. You see the change he makes in Rise. You see the change he makes in Dawn. You even see at the start of War, you know, he chooses to uh, show mercy and let them leave. And that's mm. an example to the apes. Him sacrificing himself at the end of War would have been... Not him dying at the hand of at the hand of humans, but him, but him, but him, him sacrificing for apes to live. But not it, pursuing vengeance, but pursuing um, life for apes but and yes, doing better I for his people. I and then that's that's something his people could they wouldn't immediately because then for but them he, to that, go and pursue vengeance would be against his art. That sacrifice is made. Like him dying there is still a sacrifice for his kind, but it takes away any vengeance aspect. If he had died being killed by humans in front of the other apes that's why that's that's why like it's never said in the movie but that's why woody harrelson the colonel doesn't kill caesar out front in front of everyone if he had just shot caesar like he wanted to he wanted to but if he'd done that he knew there would be an uprising of apes and Mm. they'd probably kill all the apes Mm. and probably humans would die that was obvious what woody harrelson was doing exactly exactly and that's the thing if at any point in the movie Caesar was killed in front of the apes by humans. The apes would never evolve. Mm. The apes would stay as they are now 
and they probably just massacre humans. Mm. But because he got out of there, he led them to this new place, people will see Caesar as uh, as a messiah-like figure and they'll want to be more like Caesar and they'll do things that Caesar would have done. Mm. Because he is... Like he's not a Mary Sue at all, at all. But Caesar, he's, yeah. No. But he's a pure character. Like, I didn't say Mary Sue as Caesar was a Mary Sue. No, I know. I, I know. I know. The human I know. character. I'm saying, but that's because I wanted to say he is a pure character. Mm. He is he he is a character that sees the best in people. But the only other ape that did that was Maurice. Mm. Okay, the only other ape that did that was Maurice, and Maurice has always been played as a more cerebral character, one that one that doesn't take action, sits back and thinks about things. I love Maurice. I think Maurice is great. But because Caesar is um, so much, so he 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 takes action, but he yeah. thinks about things, and mm. he sees the best in people. Even there's even at the end, like he has that realization that murdering the colonel for revenge isn't isn't what he wants, and he pities and sympathizes with the colonel in that last moment. You can see that. Yeah, but if the colonel hadn't been infected, he would have killed the colonel. Yeah, I no, I I do agree, but that's because he would have been driven by hatred, and he wouldn't have had that moment. That like that's a bit where Marie says you're you're too much like Cobra. Like mm. Marie says he's too much like Cobra, and I then love he how says they brought Cobra back he, in this. Oh, that was great. This I love Cobra, and he says to Rocket, he says go because yeah, I'm too much like Cobra. This will consume me. I can't stop it from consuming me, and then he does, mm. and it's it shows that Caesar is unlike any other ape. He's so much more than Cobra because when. Because Cobra let that consume him yeah. and did not. However, this film this film essentially was a retread of what Dawn did. It was essentially, except it was a flipping of it. In Dawn, it was apes were having a civil war and humans were caught in the middle of it. In this, it was humans were having a civil war, apes were caught in the middle of it. Now, I think that this film, and it's in the title, it's War for the Planet of the Apes. But war isn't the plot, it's the setting. It's not... It's the it's the same, but it, in to an extent, it's also the theme. Like we see yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of we see prisoner of war. Theme, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's not it's not like it's that's the one thing that surprised me about this movie, but in a good way. It's not just balls to the wall action for two and a half hours. No, it's, it's a not, lot more than that. Thematically, this is where I think that Caesar died in the in the wrong spot. I think it's because you know this film wasn't trying to say that. Um, you know, apes and humans, the conflict, you know, one has to win. It's fighting that war. You're already, you're automatically a loser. You know, the apes didn't fight in the war at the end. They were just trying to escape and survive. Yeah. The humans fought each other and they both died. And then, you know, sort of basically Caesar, his last action being to free the apes and sort of go, yep, you're okay, you're free, you know, you know, run. And him dying for that act, that... A transcends him as a messiah figure, and then the apes can make that the apes as a whole, as a society, can make that choice to sort of go, no, we're not going to pursue vengeance. We're not going to engage in war because all it does is destroy. And they just want to live and survive. Yeah, I mean, I think like, the- I think I think this film went one creative way, and you know, if you look at it, it could have gone another creative way. That's, think, this is nitpicking. This is yeah. purely nitpicking. We I both prefer, think it's I a prefer, great film. I prefer going this way because that scene at the end. It's also Caesar. less predictable than what I'm suggesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that scene at the end with Maurice and Caesar is beautiful. Like when they're sitting there, I was in tears. Like I could feel That's it. That's the bit you cried for. I could feel it coming. And well, the thing is, I, I as I said, I've seen all these uh, this this rebooted trilogy all, every installment in the cinema. I've you know I've waited three years for War since Dawn, and I've you know I was waiting for Dawn after Rise as well. Like. 
these films, the Planet of the Apes, I, I grew up watching the originals. I watched these ones in cinemas. They have a special place in my heart. And I care about Caesar so much. Like, I can't, I don't really know, uh, Toothless and Hiccup, obviously. Mm. But other characters that are going through franchises at the moment, I can't think of characters I care, besides Toothless and Hiccup, that I care for more than Caesar. Like, mm. I, I, I was there with him and I felt, you feel it. And at the end, when his journey is, it wasn't sadness tears. It was just like, I'm so glad I got to witness this character's journey mm. on the big screen and feel like I went through it with him. Like, mm. this is my Harry Potter, but it's better than Harry Potter. Way better than Harry Potter. I like the books. The books made the, me cry at the end. The Ooh. books are fine. The, books are um, the third third Harry Potter movie is the best one. Apart from that, they're yeah. just blockbusters, aren't they? Um, but yeah, like, Wolf the Planet. <laughs> yeah, I like I like I said, that's I didn't even think about that until you started yeah. saying what you thought the ending was. I thought the, I thought the ending was was good. I really liked the ending. Um, one, one thing that really disappointed me about this, and I couldn't say this in the podcast, and I understand why they did it, but once again, this is just a, a director or a studio using marketing to sort of mislead and then create surprise when you get into the theater. Woody Harrelson's character was not as much as I expected. He didn't have as much screen time. He didn't have as much meaningful engagement as I thought he would. There was a lot of just him walking around looking mad with his glasses on. And there was less uh, sort of enlightened discussion between well, him and Caesar. Look, I would have loved to have seen, you know, these two battling morals or yeah. these two battling ethics. And uh, No, I, I understand Instead, that. Instead, they just had one but exposition scene, which we saw in the trailer cut up, what, what, which was what, disappointing. What Woody Harrelson is, is he is not so much a character, more a representation of it, it, it's what Cobra saw in people mm. and is now what Caesar is starting to see in people mm. because Caesar, Caesar didn't want to, you know, he, he showed mercy. He likes them away, but then he understands now that humans have a shit side and some humans, you know, I, I think the worst thing they did for, um, I think that's confusing. I think what you're trying to say is confusing in the sense of trying to relate Woody Harrelson's character to Cobra because I don't, I think what Cobra, what what resulted in Cobra was purely, you know, corporate financial greed and oh, yeah, no, the complete no. mistreatment of no, animals. No, no, no. Whereas, no, no, no. whereas for um, oh, lunch is here. Let's do a quick break and we'll come back. Okay, hi everyone, and welcome back to the Tom Mitch podcast. We're back from lunch. Well, actually, you guys were always here. We left. Yeah, we, we left. went for lunch. Got smashed down some broad burger. We're back. We're ready to talk. It's because we care about you. We don't yeah. want you to hear the. Yeah, and we don't want to be. We don't want to give you know half-assed you know commentary exactly. because we're hungry. Exactly. Like I think my my stomach growl was actually picked up oh, on the was. microphone. It was. It was so hungry. Ah, uh, yeah. So so where are we up to? You. Uh, we were talking about War of the Planet of the Apes. Now oh. I think let's bring a little bit more structure to Can the conversation. It's called War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm too scared to fight. It's you called on War this. for the Planet hey, of the Apes. Let's bring some structure to it. Let's, so let's start at the start of the film. Okay. How'd you feel about the first act? Okay, this is the thing. You were saying that you didn't think there was consistent opening in the three movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is. Every movie starts the exact same. Yeah. So in the first movie, you've got the chimpanzees hanging out in the forest. Mm. And then the humans come and herd them up. That's not what I meant by consistency. I know, I know. But I'm just saying this. The second movie, you've got the chimpanzees and the apes herding up the deer. 
and you've got one from they got the apes push them one way, and then the other apes come up and they they trap them. Mm. In War for the Planet of the Apes, you have the humans coming up to try and herd the apes, like to try and do the rise thing. Except it then switches. Mm. And the apes come out, which is amazing. They smash them. That was so good as well. The the power in that scene where you could hear the hoofbeats, you could feel hear the roars of the, the the apes. You know, it didn't. It we're past the point of oh yeah, there's a few hundred of them. There's thousands. There's yeah. thousands of apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so powerful watching them all charge out of the woods. You know, on horseback, where horseback actually looks really good. You know what it was reminiscent of. Gonna be annoyed. Avatar. Avatar. How the 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 creatures charge out of the woods when we're at, our characters are at some of their lowest moments. Sorry, it just it brought that back. Yeah, and that okay. felt very good. Okay, yeah. The the beat through the chest it just felt good. Yeah, and I and I uh, so that was good. And when I say aesthetically, though, you know what I meant with the titles. The titles in each film have been presented differently. Yeah, and it just annoys me. Star Wars. It's nice and simple. Dun, 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 dun. You know, it's got the scroll. How to Train Dragon. Dun. How to Train Dragon. This is Burke. And yep. yeah, brilliant, you know? Brilliant, no, brilliant, no. brilliant. No, I, I totally understood what you were saying. I was just, uh, I was just. You were trying to make a clever, clever interjection yeah, on what you noticed. Yeah, I, I was actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it was very well done. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't notice that before now. Ah, well. I'm... I will say, I think you are the most, more observant when it comes to Oh, movies. yeah, definitely. Unless it's like Avatar and I'm like. It is 100% my memory. I have a shocking memory when it comes to films. This is my, oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, no, no, just I have a shocking memory in general. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> oath, yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I'll message him back. Don't do it. Yeah. And then uh, then the colonel breaks mm. into Caesar's hideout and kills Caesar's wife and kid. That's that's another thing where it was... That a- was the weirdest fucking segue. <laughs> 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 yeah, the colonel breaks in. Um, one thing I love about this scene, no words, no words are said. It's just the Colonel looks yeah. at him and it's so unrealistic because the Colonel would have just seen him and gone, but he didn't. He looks at him and he's sort of got this, this scowl on his face. No, no. Cause that's, that's, that's the thing is it's confusion. Yeah. Because the Colonel thinks that Caesar's son was Caesar. Yeah. And, and then so he, he looks, and then he looks to the right where he, yeah. And oh, it's just a great. That's a great it's, scene. That, I, I think it is realistic because it's, it's they both realize what's happened. So Caesar realizes that his wife and kid are dead, and then the colonel realizes that he's killed the wrong ape. Mm. So there's that second of realization for both of them, and then because it's in slow motion, and then they then the gunfire starts. Caesar jumps out the way and he jumps after him, and yeah, it's. It's. It, I was so curious going into this film because these films have been known for these these high stakes, you know, yeah. these, these big yeah, moments. Yeah. I was thinking, how far are they going to go with this? And fuck it if they didn't kill the son and the wife. They went both ways. That's the thing. The thing about our degree that we're doing is you can tell when things are being set up mm. most of the time. So I knew that Caesar's son was going to die because the way he I came I just in, didn't know if they were going to do the wife too. Like, I, yeah, that's, that, that's the one the thing. thing. That's the thing I didn't know. But I knew he was going to die because... He came in and the first scene they have with him, he is establishing connections with other characters. Mm. And I'm like, they already had him as a big enough character in the last one that if they wanted to use him well in this one, they wouldn't have to put that all in one scene. Mm. He's going to die. Yeah. It was, it was just too perfect when he gets home, when he gets back and he sees Lake and I, yeah. that's when I thought they could be going two different ways. You know, they could yeah. either take the, the coward's way out and just kill off Lake or 
kill off yeah. you know the wife but they didn't they took everything from caesar except his youngest child son whose name is cornelius i don't know what that means why is that relevant because it's the name of one of the apes in the original oh sorry hey yeah. you yeah i know very clear but yeah um so i just i that that was one thing that was very shocking it's a great moment with uh woody harrelson no dialogue needed yep. just war camo scowling face this look of just looking to the left and looking at the dead apes and then caesar looking at the dead apes and then just them looking at each other and just this this hatred on yeah. both of their faces they hate each other and in that moment it's like this, this pure and the score delivered on this it wasn't do 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 it was like just this drawn out sort of and then action yeah and then uh, things moved into action yeah, I think yeah. the only thing i disagree with this with this one with this scene is the slow motion um, they brought slow motion in for when Caesar rolled, and that yeah. may have been a spectacle creative choice. But I it just I don't know. I would I have liked to have seen good. it. I would have liked to have seen it in in real yeah, time. Yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I it just I think the reason why that was done is because it, it it is a pretty dark environment and there's a lot of stuff going on. So they just slowed it down a bit so you can actually tell what's happening. Mm. You don't want to like be a quick roll and then mm. you're like, "What well, wasn't Caesar shot? What's going on?" We so. all, we can all be see this is the thing when it comes to movie critiques and you it's and the I, directors have to cater for a dumb audience. You and I aren't critics. No, we're not movie critics. No. We are genuinely just two students who have opinions about movies. Yeah, and who knows? In the editing room, they may have done it the other way and it just didn't look as good. So slow yeah, exactly, might exactly. have been just what looked better. Exactly. This is a film that we can't really say anything bad about it and if we do, we're like, well, I'm sure they knew what they were doing. Yeah, like, because this, this film, is a thing. This film drips with its... It's originality it, and emotion. Not that, but a clear vision. Yeah. Like, there's nothing conflicting happening here. You feel that everything that's happening is the director being like, well, that needs to be there. That needs to be there. And there's no one else being like, hey, you need to put this, this, and this in. Okay, can we can we quickly talk about just before the pod before the spoiler cast ends? Can we talk about the other monkey that talks? How I want to know your opinion on this character because I Maurice. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the one that wore the winter jacket. Oh, bad ape. Yeah, bad ape. How good I loved him. He was this this tragic comedy comic yeah. relief. Like everything he said was funny, but it was coming from a place where it was just tragic yeah it's and like it was so well it's like done he comes out and he's like bad ape bad ape and you're like oh that's funny his name is bad ape and then he's like yeah the humans say bad ape so my name is bad ape and i'm like mm. oh okay yeah we, yeah okay yeah oh. and he's like other other apes from zoo dead but not me yeah i run yeah and it's just like everything he says it's so well delivered and oh his character was just and that bit where he pokes his head up through the hole and the human standing there, and he's like, "Oh, I, yeah, I want to, I want to, sh- like, I don't, I, do you know who Steve Zahn is? No, he played Bad Ape, and I want to show you who he is because he's from like Daddy Daycare and stuff like that. It's going to surprise you who played him because the range, because Bad Ape is amazing, and mm. it's not something you'd expect from someone like that. He was a good character. He definitely brought um, some char- some comic relief to the film. Yeah. Uh, I think that's maybe what Dawn may have been missing. Come on, yeah. There was yeah, some fun, there were some funny moments in Dawn, like for instance when Cobra is playing to the humans. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a hilarious scene. It's, yeah, it's pretty. That's good. the shot in the trailer that got me on that film. I was like, that I'm seeing that fucking movie. Yeah. And how he just goes, and yeah. Just, oh, brilliant. Um, but no, Bad Eight was just this great level of comic relief. Now, the last thing I want to touch Wait, upon. Wait, before you get, I just want to say, yeah. Bad Eight's comic relief was 
it was they had it had some pretty good funny moments but it never felt out of place no it, it felt, felt tragic it felt with the themes of the yeah. movie and everything like you're not like well this is weird it wasn't what he said it it was how he said it and yeah. how he said it was a a uh result of the emotional trauma yeah. he had been through in the past yeah yeah so it was this tragic comedy relief like, there was the, there's a bit where um where like nova the little girl nova mm, which yeah, is yeah. the name of the human in the original as well she keeps playing with something and Bad Ape's like, don't touch, don't yeah. touch. And that's funny. And that's funny. And then he gives it to her. Mm. As like this desperate gift. Yeah, exactly. To get them to stay. It, it's like, it, you feel for him because he's mm. like, cause they're like, oh, we're going to the compound. And mm. Bad Ape's like, no, no, you say, look, I give her the gift. Everything's fine. Mm. And they're like, no, we're going. And Bad Ape's like, Fuck. yeah, like he's not, he's not the fucking, you know, the racist Transformers in Transformers 2. This is a character yeah. that adds to the story in exactly. a very meaningful way. And is he a funny character at times? Yes, he is. But it it's a reinforcement of the horrors that the apes have seen. Yeah. But delivered in a funny way instead of a tragic way. And, uh, the okay, so moving on from Bad Ape, the one thing that actually surprised me about this movie the most, mm. the war isn't between humans and apes. Yes, as it's, I said, it's, it's a yeah. flip of Dawn. Yeah, it's between humans and humans. Yeah. Where the apes are caught in the middle. Yes. So where Dawn was a civil war between ape and ape, mm. war is a civil war between human and human, yeah. and apes are caught in the middle. Yeah, it's it's it really surprised me. That really surprised me. I honestly thought it was going to be like the final scene would be... But that's the thing, because I was like, the final scene is going to be humans and apes. So I, yeah. But I kept watching it. I'm like, how is that going to happen? There's no mm. way these apes can take down this facility. Mm. It was like the whole time I'm like, I know this is going to happen, but th- how is it going to happen? Yeah. And then it doesn't. Mm. It's the, the humans take out the humans and that made sense to me and it worked. Being kind of military inclined, the second I saw the aerial missiles, I was like, okay, something else is going oh, on yeah, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. And it just, it made me go, are they going to use those against apes or what's happening? Flying. You remember in Return of the Jedi how the Ewoks fly on the little oh, gliders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's that what's going to happen. Cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been fucking terrible. That movie. No, thank you. Um, oh, there's actually something like that in the original Planet of the Apes TV show, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> There's an ape that invents flight um, in the original Planet mm. of the Apes TV show, which is just over there. Oh, well, I'll, I'll look at it never. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. Sweet. But yeah, no, uh, the last thing I want to touch on, um, we've spoken about Woody Harrelson's character and how I don't think he had as much of an impact as the trailers led on he would. Yeah, that's fair. For better or worse, I think it was just my expectation yeah, was I, diverted. Th- this is this is the one thing that really impressed me about the War for the Planet of the Apes marketing was I think War for the Planet of the Apes did marketing the way a film should do marketing. But they did it too late. It's a, a too much of a fine line of walk, though, because a, a, the marketing needs to entice the audience, but also set the expectation of what the film is. Yeah. And if the film goes wildly against that expectation, the audience can be confused and annoyed. Yeah. So the trailers that came out were good. For mm. Wolf I thought they, they got me excited for the movie. I thought they were good. They showed enough to get me interested. Uh, I didn't think they showed too much. In fact, they probably showed too little mm. in the way that the Woody Harrelson thing but the trailers that actually sold this movie, the first one was there. It was it was a teaser, and it's stock footage of just old battles and fights mm. intercut with uh, shots from Rise and Dawn. Mm. And over the top, it has Charlton Heston delivering a monologue saying, "I believe that man will go on, will live on, and mm. stuff like that." And it's talking about like fighting and stuff. Mm. And then it all like swells and just when you think it's going to like explode, it cuts and it just sees his face and he's like, he's just like woken from a bad dream. And that's the end of the trailer. And I thought that was an amazing trailer. Mm. It shows one shot from one shot from the new movie, which is Mm. Caesar at the end waking up. 
but you immediately get the tone, the feel, you understand the desperation, you understand what the movie's going to be about. I thought that's what all trailers should be like. To, you understand what the movie is, but you don't get given the movie. The trailer that set the expectation for me for this film was when Woody Harrelson was like, you're taking this all too personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he has that that sort of monologue. And for me, the film felt like, and it had the right setting and it had the right sort of pace in the middle. It felt like it was going. there was going to be this battle of morals, this yeah. battle of ethics, this way of thinking where Caesar thought one way and Woody Harrelson's character thought another, and in both senses, they were both wrong. Yeah. And it was basically which one was going to figure out they were wrong first, yeah. and then that's the survivor. And that's the direction I wanted the film to take, which is why I was a little bit disappointed with Woody Harrelson's character, but I think that'll be fixed when I go back and watch it again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I just think... I just think Ad, this is just a cautionary thing. I just think advertising companies need to be careful when they're doing advertising, yeah. when they're setting expectations. This isn't, this isn't just like... This isn't uh, just apes. This is every fucking franchise. Yeah. Like, for instance, Transformers, they set the expectation that they're going to be good films and then you see them and they're not. Yeah. So... Well, I think that's... No, the last thing I want to say. Oh, last last thing? thing. This is the last thing I've, I've wanted to get onto like five times okay. now. Okay. Well, and that's a spoiler cast, everybody. Apes are sympathetic uh, characters. Yeah. Yes. This is one thing I want to talk about. They did a, a lot of things in this that I think they needed to do that the previous films were missing. They ham-fisted uh, ape sympathy. First example, we see... The first example isn't the first example in the film, but it's the best example I can think of. We see injured and dying apes tied to crosses. Yes. And Caesar pulls one off Which and it's just a... Uh, is also a callback to the original. Yeah. And but not because they're on crosses, because the, the crosses are the crosses in the mm. original with the, the hides on from the... Yeah. yeah. In this, yeah. it was just... And, and Caesar was talking and the ape was just signing and it was a very tragic moment. It was very sad and I love that moment. Yeah, yeah. Second, the apes had a human with them. A human that, in defiance of the colonel's ideology, so the ideology that humans would turn to cattle when they got infected, this human stood in opposition to that but also the and humans, actually learnt to sign but the humans do turn to cattle they do turn to cattle but this great, human yeah. learnt to sign yeah. which makes me think that with work and effort they can move beyond being cattle it's just one of those things where it's, it's but no but but like in the original the cattle and that's i think yeah. that's one of the most tragic things about this movie mm. is that they um they come together like that in the mm. end, like Nova comes together with the apes and stuff. Yeah. But then you know that in the original, there's still something that splits them apart. I don't think about the originals. I wasn't thinking about the originals when I was watching this. Oh, no, I wasn't I, thinking about it yeah. when I was watching it either. I was thinking about it mm. afterwards. Actually, going into the movie, the one thing I thought they were going to do, do you remember in Rise, there's that... Uh... Wait, can we finish off the point, though? The point okay, I was making. Finish about the point. Uh, they also have evil apes. So apes that were... Yeah, yeah. And they, they, were, they had a duality to it. They were, they were loyal to Cobra and then they were too scared of Caesar and they hated yeah. Caesar, so they But then there the were humans. also apes that sort of got um, essentially infected with that 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 power of yeah. being able to go in and beat up the other apes. And, yeah. You know, there was that one gorilla that just was addicted to that power. Yeah, yeah. And it was that that was sort of gave the apes a lot more emotion. And the last thing, and this is probably the, no, the last two things... Bad ape, don't need to say anything more about him. Just the fact that he exists adds so sympathy much. Yeah, to the characters. It's... The fact that the humans were killing humans and the yeah. fact that they were gunning them down like prisoners. And they looked just... desperate as well. Yeah. Like it was the whole desperate thing. Like the humans were killing yeah. humans because they were desperate. And because of all of these hand-fisted, very powerful, raw uh, imagery, 
the apes came off much more sympathetic characters, which is why I think this film is the best in the trilogy. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it just, it's a home run. Definitely. I just want to say two things quickly before yeah, you're we wrap up. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing is, but going into this movie, you remember in Rise they have the the news uh, thing about the rocket going into space and then it gets lost in space. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a thing. There's a thing in Rise. There's the, the mission to Mars, and it, it shows you in in the background. There's a TV that has the rocket taking That's off. That's the rocket for. No, it's not. Oh. Because the original one isn't isn't to Mars. What I thought they were going to do was at the end the end credit sequence for War was going to be that rocket landing, yeah. and then people then people get out, and then it cuts, leading them to do a remake of the original, but it's set. Just after it's set, not like say a couple hundred years after mm. uh, war, which means the apes are more advanced and they can do a full remake of the original. But it's early enough; it's it's still a couple thousand years before the original that they can both exist at the mm. in the same franchise and yeah. make sense. I thought they were going to do that, but they didn't. Well, they may. They may. They, they may. may. They just didn't do it at the end of the they credits. Yeah, but that, that that could be a good way to remake the original. Do not be hilarious? Just like the the stab to the heart for this mm. is in Rise. They have it at the credits. Man in Rocket, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good time. The second thing, which is going to wrap up, the second thing I want to say, which is going to wrap up the podcast, the opening to the movie, the 20th Century Fox fanfare. That was, was like, dreadful. It played on bongo. It was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> Have you seen the video of the the terrible harmonica guy playing it? No. I'll show you after. But I thought it was like I thought they were going to kick in with that, and I was like, what is this? It's uh, dreadful. Yeah, it should have been like. There were thousands of apes, and it sounded like one ape was playing, playing on... Playing bongos. It's just like, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to the Tom and Mitch spoiler cast. I think this is episode number six. Oh, who knows? We don't number these. We do. I don't. Do you listen to them? No. Oh, well, no one else does. It doesn't matter. Oh, well, there you go. Anyway, do we banter at the end of spoiler cast? No. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. What movie are we going to do next? I don't think there's anything coming out Valerian? No, that won't be it. Spoiler cast. I'm not spoiler casting Valerian. I'm uh, not wasting money to go see I'm Valerian. I'm going to go see Valerian. But, well, we'll, we'll figure um, it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Anyway, stay tuned to the Tom Mitch podcast. Stay tuned. If you like this episode or the podcast episode, feel free to like and share on Facebook. Or don't. Or any other you don't social have media to. site. They don't have to. No, they, they do have to. Okay. It's, uh, they do it's, have to. Yeah. Um, to download it on iTunes, you need to like and share. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. Uh, right. That may or may not be true. Most likely is. Probably is. Probably isn't. All right. Uh, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Hey, Tori.